Hello, my love tribe. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. If you're new, I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others discover and love themselves. If you're returning, then welcome back. And hey, my love tribe, I missed you. So today we're going to talk about the different types of selfishness. In this episode, we discuss the varying degrees of selfishness and where we might fit or highlight some areas that we may need to work on, or also to help us understand hidden selfish energy from others. So let's get into it. Number one is primal selfishness. This is all survival based. When we come into the world, we are fully dependent on our guardians and the mother for survival. We have not gained the development in order to survive physically. This also happens when you are put into positions of needing to survive and fear may arise. Let's say you're camping and you've never camped before. This is all new to you. And you're out in nature for long periods of time. You will take from nature, you'll hunt, you'll fish, or kill something just to be able to survive. As you can see, all animals are in this state. There are no morals considered only to fall back on primitive nature in order to survive. Many natives to certain lands that live in this type of environment naturally where they live outdoors, many of those tribal types of people have gained a deeper understanding and gratitude and appreciation for the land that they live in. And they will have that understanding that something was sacrificed for them to be able to survive. So a consciousness is placed on only taking what is necessary and valuing and understanding the land and its people and its animals. It's not just about taking, taking, taking because I need to survive. They've gained that understanding of how things really work and they go along with that law. Number two, ignorant selfishness. Many times when one lacks deeper understanding for what it may be taking from, a selfishness may come to surface unknowingly. This happens very often when we spend time in our day-to-day bubble without acknowledging or taking the time to truly understand others around us. Our priorities are met first and the importance of others does not happen until we find ourselves in similar situations or building close relationships with others. This is where the importance of relationships come into play and not only focusing on yourself because you become a more complete person. This helps you to develop mentally, emotionally, and spiritually by being able to have those connections with other people. And we also gain a deeper understanding for life and our place in it. I was watching a really interesting video where this guy had talked about the reasons why he regretted being a humanitarian. And after understanding that the original intention was to go in and save the day for other third world countries, only to realize that they were so disconnected from other societies by language, culture, and general understanding of what was actually needed, they ended up crippling the places and communities that they thought they were helping 
in the end, they spent more money on the trips for the teenagers to go on instead of seeing what was actually needed and supplying what was necessary. It happens so often and intentions may not always seem selfish at the time, but due to lack of understanding, this happens. This also happens when you just don't know what's going on in somebody else's life. You don't know why they're acting the way they're acting, or maybe you just want to get something done and you ask them to do it and you don't really see all of the other burdens that they may be carrying. So at the end of the day, selfishness really falls on responsibility and making sure that everyone is responsible for what they're responsible for and not overdoing it in one way or the other. Number three is codependent selfishness. Now, codependent selfishness happens when you have someone who has to feel needed in order to feel important or valued. What happens is that one may put themselves in situations for someone to need them even when nothing was asked of them. For example, let's say you have a parent with an adult child who is just going through the natural growing pains of life, and before they can make that transition to really get on their feet and become more independent, that parent swoops in to save the day and pay for all of their needs or uses a form of guilt to get that child to stay close to them. The parent is not really taking in consideration why or how their child needs to have independence. They just feel their existence without them would become less significant. And there is no thought or care for the success of the offspring, only the fact that they are needed. This leads to the adult child feeling smothered, unable to develop appropriately, gain autonomy and independence for their own lives. It cripples them to be able to take full responsibility. The more the child tries to move further away or even gets married or shows signs of independence, then that parent may become more and more manipulative because of an unhealthy ego. You see this happen in relationships also where a partner will try and cripple the other person to depend on them so they can control them or feel as though that they can be certain that that person will stay with them. But as we all know, that does not last very long. So now that we've covered the first three types of selfishness, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to finish the rest of the types of selfishness. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And we're going to wrap up the many different types of selfishness. So the next type of selfishness is inorganic selfishness or non-relational selfishness. This type of selfishness isn't taken in consideration very often because it doesn't relate to other people or beings. But this is when one depends more so on food, non-living objects such as technology, items in the environment, 
resources or anything you depend on, you may be thinking, but how is this a form of selfishness when we are meant to use it for the purpose of use? The point here is not so much to have a moral connection with inanimate objects, but to have gratefulness in our usage, to not allow for it to define our worth, and to not take more resources than necessary for others to be able to use. This relates to greed, which is also a form of selfishness. When you try to take more than what is needed, it is always taking away from something else. Another issue of overusage or being selfish in regards to utilizing too many things is that we do not connect with our spirit and we become selfish. Our mind and our ego becomes more selfish over our spirit and our spiritual needs. And sometimes it can also affect our physical needs as well if we are dependent so much on one or the other. So it all has to be in alignment. We can't overuse anything that's related spiritually. We can't overuse anything that's related physically. We can't overuse anything that's related mentally. So we want to be mindful to keep that balance when we're utilizing other things that we become dependent on. The next form of selfishness is emotional selfishness. This would be something considered as a psychic vampire. And where this comes into play is really lack of proper coping mechanisms. Most of the time when you have people that are emotionally selfish, they are typically strong escapists. So they won't actually deal with their problems. They'll just escape from their problems, but then they will rely on you to fulfill their emotional needs. A lot of times you may run into this type of person that will call you and they don't ask how you're doing. They don't even ask if you need anything. They have no conversation with you. They call you. They totally unload everything that they're feeling. Maybe they had a bad day and they call you and they say, oh my gosh, this is my day, blah, 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 blah. Oh, hold on. Let me call you back. And they never call you back until they need something else emotionally where they just want to hear some kind of validation or they want some type of consolement or sympathy and they aren't taking responsibility in their life to take care of their emotional needs on their own. And this is very frequent and what happens is, is that even though you aren't taking something away from someone physically, it drains the other person emotionally and energetically. So if someone is giving up their time and they're not expecting to be doused with all of the negative emotions and then, you know, they might get used to it where it becomes this parasitic type of relationship of emotions. So emotional selfishness is very common and it's not always blatant in your face because you are just thinking that, well, it's just emotions. I'm just calling to talk or I'm just coming over to, you know, unload and you're my friend. You should listen to me. That's what you're there for. But in actuality, your emotional needs are your responsibility. Other people's emotional needs are their responsibility. So we really have to understand where those boundaries lie and know how to take care of ourselves better. Rather, this means exercising more, meditating, journaling, doing what you can do on your own to make sure that you are getting your emotional needs met. 
if you are having trouble with that, then that's when you pay for a counselor or a therapist that can help you with that instead of just freely unloading on another person, sharing all of your emotions, venting and getting everything out and not even reciprocating the type of energy they've given to you, jumping off the phone, or maybe you're agitated when they're there to share something with you and then you just get off. Another form of this is sharing a lot of negative energy. So calling to tell someone or texting someone oh my gosh, did you see on the news that person jumped off a building or their head blew off? And it's like, okay, really? Like this is too much, you know, or it has to be a little bit of a viewer discretion advice when we just, we're not even realizing it because maybe that is a part of our reality to succumb to a lot of negativity. And we don't realize that, hey, maybe that other person is not really into negativity like that. Maybe they cherish their peace. Maybe they like to keep things light and positive. So when you jump in with the woe is me, oh my gosh, look at the world burning up on the news, that is definitely a form of emotional selfishness. You have to take the time to analyze and think, does this person really need this? You know, maybe this person is going through a lot right now and adding on unnecessary negativity may not really be the best thing to get right now. That would show that you're being considerate of another person's emotional needs without you taking away or adding towards them. If you're going to engage, make sure that you're mindful about their energy. Now, There are people out there that are really into the darker sides of things. Share that with those types of people where they don't mind. Everybody's negative and you guys can have just a nice, deep, negative conversation. Nobody's feeling drained or anything. In my opinion, I don't think you should share it. But if that's the type of person you're speaking to, then hey, maybe you guys can enjoy that conversation. So you really have to gauge where you're at and where the other person is in regards to emotions. Another way that emotional selfishness is manifested is by lacking self-awareness. And this happens a lot of times when you have someone who is disturbing the peace, they are very loud, they are inconsiderate to those that are around them, and they're not taking in consideration that there are other people that are in their own state. And a lot of times there's like this fine line when it comes to being able to express yourself and do the things that you enjoy, but also compromising in the sense that you aren't disrupting other people. And this is something I've seen just really go downhill recently where everybody's like, you don't need to be polite. You know, you don't need to be quiet for anybody. Just do what you want to do. And in some instances, that is absolutely necessary that you speak your mind. But I'll give you an example. Recently, I wanted to have this really nice meditative night where I wanted to enjoy my little bonfire and be outside in nature. And I tell you, I had the loudest neighbor and she just thought she was the only person in the planet. Like there was nobody else around her. And to make matters worse, it wasn't like she was uplifting and, you know, a joyful 
voice. She was very loud. She was very rude. And she was on the phone. She's like, F this, F that, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so disruptive. And it really ruined my meditation because I wanted it to be quiet and peaceful. Me being in the state of wanting peace and just having the quiet would not take away from anyone else's experience. But by her being so loud and inconsiderate, thinking that she's the only one outside, took away from mine. So we must be aware of our surroundings. If you're in your home and you are not tied to neighbors that are right next to you that probably have to get up and go to work the next day and can hear everything that's going on in your home, then have at it. Blast your music. Do whatever it is that you want to do. If you are a loud person, if you know that you need lots of space and you want to be able to sing and do whatever it is you want to do at the loudest possible volume, then you know that it's important for you to invest in an environment that supports that. Because putting everything out there to just get out whatever you want to get out, no matter who's around you, is a form of selfishness. So we want to be mindful to not disrupt and disharmonize our area and the people that are around us because that will come back to us. This is something we're not always aware of because we just are in the moment. Maybe we're just you know, expressing ourselves, we're just being who we are. You know, even at the movies, have you ever gone to the movies and you have someone that is so loud or, or they're talking during the movie? Could you imagine how that feels? It really messes up the experience for everyone, doesn't it? So be mindful about your surroundings. The next form of selfishness that you may have not been aware of is purpose selfishness. What? What is purpose selfishness? Well, this comes into play when you know you have talent, you have wisdom, you have knowledge, you can help someone that you see is in need with something you know how to do, but you purposely don't share it. Maybe it's due to shyness, maybe it's due to doubt, maybe it's due to fear, maybe it's due to any and everything above. It doesn't matter. But this would be purpose selfishness. Now, this doesn't mean you have to overcommit yourself to doing everything just because you know how. But what it really means as a whole is not necessarily doing multiple tasks for each and everybody, but fulfilling that purpose as a whole. And you can just do this alone, i.e. doing a podcast, creating YouTube videos, if you're a creative or an artist, then to create and others will benefit just by seeing your art. They'll be inspired. They will feel the inspiration just by you doing what it is that you are passionate about and that you know is a part of your purpose. Sharing your knowledge where you don't have to go to each person individually and share everything, but just by stepping up to the plate and sharing what you know and a little bit about your purpose, that's when you know that you have something to offer and you can either choose to keep it all to yourself because you're afraid of what other people may think, but you're not realizing those that may get hurt by not having access to what you can provide. 
So again, just to clarify, this doesn't mean overcommit yourself because you know how to do X, Y, and Z. This means stepping up to the plate in a holistic view by doing something on a broader plane. And if you want to fully step into your purpose, you can fully step into your purpose and give out everything that there is to give out within your purpose. And typically, if you are fulfilling your purpose, it should fulfill you just to be able to do it. But again, it doesn't mean overcommitting yourself because you have other responsibilities that are in your life. Your purpose is one of them, but it's not everything. So definitely be mindful to not overdo it. Another side to this is when you don't allow other people to fulfill their purpose. You think in your mind, you're the only one that can be able to provide this purpose and you don't allow for others to shine. You want to be the top dog. You don't want anyone else to shadow you or outshine you with their purpose. So you sabotage them, you manipulate them, you keep them in the background so that you can fulfill your purpose and be the one in the limelight. So you have two sides of this, but it's important to maintain balance. Because superiority is fueled by inferiority. So we want to make sure that we're being mindful and authentic with our purpose. And we are not being so worried about how we look when we do something. We know the importance of what we have to offer and we just do it. The very last form of selfishness is the one where everyone is more aware of. That is more in your face. And this is the selfishness that we focus on basically where it goes into stealing. Okay, whether we're taking someone's money, time, energy, or resources from others outside of yourself, outside of an agreement. So what you agree to is what you're responsible responsible for. If another person did not agree to give you money or to give you time or to give you energy or to give you certain resources, they are not responsible for providing that for you. So this is when one knows that they're being selfish, but looks to find justification behind it to suit their needs. They may even admit that they're selfish and just justify it with pride. One may not always have been this way. Maybe there could have been some unhealed emotions of resentment that led to the stage. But either way, we will discuss this further in the next episode. So this concludes all of the different types of selfishness. Maybe this helped kind of highlight some things. Maybe you were able to see, ooh, I didn't realize I may have been selfish in that way. Oh, That's why I'm drained every time I talk to that person. Mm, Maybe that's why I attracted that person. You know, sometimes we don't realize that we attract who we are. And when we are dealing with selfish people, many times we have to look back at ourselves to see in what way maybe have I been selfish? Have I been selfish in a way that I didn't realize I was being selfish. So I know a lot of times when it comes to the ignorant selfishness, we don't even realize that we're being selfish in that standpoint. So if you deal with a lot of selfish people in your life, you're like, why are they so selfish? Take a look back and think of these different areas to see, hmm, can you say that you've been totally 
non-selfish in all of these areas. And then that's when we can look at seeing how we can get our needs met without resorting to getting to these stages. Because a lot of times what happens is that let's say you are just the most giving person, you're very generous and you give, 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 and you don't set boundaries, then all of those that are selfish are going to know, well, you are a great resource because you have no boundaries and I know I can take whatever I want from you. Givers attract takers. So if you have gone through and there's nothing in you that is selfish, but people are taking from you, it's time to set proper boundaries. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was insightful for you. Definitely follow and subscribe so that you can be updated every single Sunday on brand new episodes, but you definitely want to stay tuned because I'm about to go over the causes and the reasons why we've run into these forms of selfishness. So definitely stay tuned. You're going to really enjoy that episode because it's going to bring you a lot of clarity and understanding. Once we have understanding, then we can move past it. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and get ready to live your life of peace, joy, and love and fulfillment all within yourself.